For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. We found something. Somehow the Browns are not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yet. Don't do that. Do what? Don't give me hope. I'm sorry I couldn't give it to you earlier, Kevin. All right, that's, all right, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, well, I guess we're recording the po- this post-Christmas. Post-Christmas Dogs of War. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the final episode of the Year of Our Lord 2021. This is the Dogs of War podcast. You have Kevin along with Raleigh. And you know what? Let's just start off here real quick. Hope everyone had just a hell of a holiday. Hope everyone's staying safe. I know the whole world has COVID right now. Hope everyone out there is staying healthy. How was your Christmas? Um... What did Santa bring you? Oh, uh, I got a bunch of uh, Henleys. Henley train. I got a Henley. Kate's mom got me a Henley. Kate got me a Henley. I don't own any. It's my first one. I got a Christmas jacket. Um, I needed a new jacket. So, check. All right. You asked me how my Christmas was. Well, it was pretty stressful, and it kind of ended on a... Before 4 o'clock on Christmas Day, how was everything? It was magical i guess i don't know i mean it was we all knew it was going to come down to the browns making or breaking christmas and it was a fucking heck of a game i never gone from f-bomb to saying heck before but hey uh we're getting better obviously a kick in the nuts um and it was kind of my worst fear of them giving a there being like a blatant glimmer of hope at the end only to be betrayed uh we had a we did thanksgiving with my family in columbus this year so we did christmas with kate's family but then we did a thanksgiving dinner on christmas night and after I, was, was there stuffing yeah but really I, nothing tasted good to me at that point i was like weeping into my gravy Just too many yeah too many uh Barley pops. At yeah. That point. Plus, I was absolutely hammered. Oh, yeah. Um. So yeah, it was good. But you know, we've talked about the uh, the before we started recording, we kind of got our negative rants out of the way. But my God, how the Browns are still alive? How? And that's the thing here. At the end of the day, everyone can pick apart that game and pick apart players you want to critique and say fires to fans, y'all is BS from these idiots on Twitter. But. For what, the second or third time in my lifetime, I'm 33, we're still in the thick of things in January. Yeah, no, that's like, like, hello. It's like the third time. Like, we're still in it here. Yeah, something's got to fall and happen, but we're still in this thing here. So, to remember, to get into the playoffs, we have to win out, obviously. Um, And then the Ravens have to lose one of their last two. And yeah, the Bengals got to lose to. Bengals have to lose out, 
we have to win out and Ravens got to lose one of their final two. And we go against the Bengals for one of those games. And that the, the last game of the year will be for, against the Bengals. If we win and they lose next weekend and the Ravens lose, uh, that'll be the division championship game for the final game of the year, which as a Browns fan, let's go. Sign me up. Yeah, hopefully we can get there. Obviously, one game at a time, and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not there and, yet. We got and, a lot to happen first. And also, be, people brought up a good point. I mean, I'm here to put everything on the refs by any means. Uh, not some of those picks were bad picks. Some of them were. It's like, what the hell? How do you not throw a flag there? You're, like everyone's looking at. Like the the one at the end of the game was like, how could that not be called? In what world? But. That being said, the refs typically love Pittsburgh and for Big Ben's last Monday night football game of his career. I don't see the refs doing us any favor, so no. hopefully we could just absolutely stomp them. That would be what, magical. It would be magical to go into their house, his last game of his career. And I'll tell you what, regardless of if they're pissed off at one another, if they're pissed off at the coaching, if they're pissed off at the fans, this team is fucking pissed right now. They're ready to go in on Monday night, and they love playing on those primetime spots. Yep. So, ride or die, baby. Let's see it. Go Chiefs. Uh, do you – yeah, what well, you're right, because I, I told you the same thing. If you, I got to practice what I preach. One game at a time, then we redo the equation um, after every Sunday. Do you take anything into John Johnson tweeting during the game, in all caps, run the damn ball? Um, I, I didn't think that was inappropriate. I didn't think anything of it. I mean, one – Chubb was on fire that game to, I mean, Baker wasn't able to practice for what, two weeks. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not saying don't throw it ever, but run the ball, do what's working. We still had clock to burn. I mean, th- that could have been a situation. Let's say that we connected on some deep ball or something. Well, if we score and there's a minute and a half on that clock, we know that's a loss. You know what I mean? Like yep. so many things pointed to run the damn ball. And uh, that was not to critique the play calling, but no, we can like circumstance. Like I don't care who your quarterback is run the ball. You got one of the best running backs in the game. He's having a hell of a game. And you need to burn clock and you have the timeouts to as a safety net. Like, oh my goodness, that was literally my fear of like I was I, I said, if we lose, let's lose big. If we win, don't make it a win. Or if we lose on a like a close play, just don't let that happen, I guess is what I wanted. And it was like despite the things that went south in that game, because there were also some damn good drives, and it's like, okay. The first drive. First drive was great. I mean, any touchdown they scored, putting that in that, (laughs) that was great pile. And it's like, oh my God, we have the ball back. And God damn that no call. Um, I agree. And I'm not going to sit here and say, first of all, the refs did not lose us that game at by any stretch. And I don't think anyone is saying that. I hope you're not saying that because you're not very bright. I just, I do hope that, and I, I will never blame the refs for a loss. It's just, it's never happened to us. Um, nothing's been so egregious where we've lost except bottle gate, but we'll get there. That's, that's in the past. Maybe you could make an argument I, for LA this year. 
Yeah, maybe. I just hope that with that game being the only game on in the whole world for that three hours and the whole world watching that game and those refs, I hope that that just highlighted a little bit more for the entire league. And it's not just that game. The refing has been horrendous this season for all teams, not just the Browns. And it's, we're getting to a point now where now that sports betting is becoming legalized everywhere. You know, Ohio, DeWine just signed it in the law last week for Ohio. It, I say Ohio twice, whatever. But the fact that there's going to be some even more money into these games now, like big time gambling, there's going to have to be some changes here with some of these uh, the refereeing and this, you got to have be able to be reviewing things. And I, uh, you know, I don't have the answer to it. I just saw that it was, it was not a good look. Um, yeah. I, some of those picks were just like, wow, like bake, man, that is not you. And he said it after the game. He's like, I'm an NFL quarterback. I can't be doing that stuff. I mean, he was the first one to admit it. So I'm not really splitting any atoms here. I will say, and this is not, this is not Baker. This is, I'd say is for, for Brady Rogers. If a quarterback hasn't played practice in two weeks, he's been relying on just doing stuff around the house and on Zoom calls. Why do you base the entire game plan around him? Again, this is not on Baker. This is any quarterback that would go in. Just the fact that you've been out for two weeks. I know that you've been here. He's been here for other years. Other quarterbacks have been in their system for 10 years. I'd still say the same thing. There's a big difference when you're not going through the motions for two weeks in a row. It's going to hurt things. So that my biggest issue was that, um, again, I, yeah, were some of those Baker's fault? Absolutely. Was our loss all on Baker? Hell no. Why for the last play of the game, again, I'm not saying it's all on Baker. Why was the last series of the game where we just needed like another 20 yards to kick a field goal and win the game? Why are we trying to go pass, 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 touchdown? That stuff, I don't, I, there's, and there's been no explanation for it yet, and I, I need to know why. Someone that knows football better than me, Stefanski won't ever come out and say it. Why? Three timeouts, the best running back in football, the best O-line in football, pass, 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 game, and that intercept, game over. Uh, that is what will haunt me, maybe so far, knock on wood, more than a lot of things from this season, is going to be that final drive. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this episode briefly to remind you about a podcast called The Knuckleheads. NBA veterans Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles are lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. Listen as they invite special guests, high-profile athletes, musicians, and entertainers to get brutally honest about everything from current events to untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. Named for the on-court celebration they made wildly popular, this unfiltered, hilarious, and surprising podcast it's like playing NBA 2K with no fouls. The Knuckleheads podcast brings out some of the best NBA players, past and present, to have totally unguarded conversations about sports, culture, and basketball nostalgia. Hosted once again by former NBA players Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles, it is their seventh season of doing the podcast with notable guests such as Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Sue Bird, and DeMar DeRozan. Check them out wherever you can find podcasts. Again, the Knuckleheads podcast. Back to the podcast we go. Um, I could get here. And again, we say this every episode Two last two things I'll say why you and I do these episodes Tuesday, Wednesdays to whatever is. So all the hot takes can get out. We don't have to be repeating and saying all this shit that's already been said and spewed everywhere, good or bad. Um, and number two, a month or two ago, I, on this very podcast, dogs of war, subscribe and like five stars. I said that I'm not ready to say Stefanski is to give up play calling. I am now 
driving that bandwagon that AVP needs to be calling these plays and Stefanski needs to be CEO on the sideline. Um, it's just, it's where it's what it's got to be. Stefanski is cerebral. He's a G. I mean, he's brilliant. He needs to be watching everything at once. There's a lot of times out there where he's not seeing guys that are gassed, like so gassed. It's like they, they need a break, not calling timeouts. I mean, just stuff like that. And people that are saying fire Stefanski, you go take a hike right off the 480 bridge. He ain't going nowhere. I'm right with Stefanski to the end. Um, so, yeah, that's my qualms with that. I'm on to this weekend. I want to go stomp Pittsburgh for Big Ben's last game in Pittsburgh. Um, what else you got left on that game? No, that's uh, pretty much hit the nail on the head. Uh, it's, oh, well, sorry. Finish your thought. Uh, it's it just you don't have to call plays. You have to be a great head coach. Find somebody that just calls play. It's so – I read – it's almost like he's playing chess where he's not looking at – Ignore that. He's not uh, like uh, what was it? What was the game where we gave the ball to Landry to throw a ball, um, and he ended up getting hit, and there was a fumble. I don't know if it was Baltimore or something. Uh yes, it was right before the Raiders game. I think so, it was Baltimore. So it was like, why? Because the play before that, Baker threw an absolute dime and he throw it deep. And it's like, if your guys are heating up, I don't care if it's Chubb or Baker, it's like get a feel of the rhythm of what your guys are doing. See what's working and go off of it, you know, instead of get 20 more yards and kick a field goal. You're right. Like we didn't have to go for a touchdown there. Just, and I know it was his first, first of all, I don't put anything on. I mean, I know it was one of the reasons you could point to what, cause it was, we lost by two points. Imagine your first ever NFL game, your start as a kicker, is at Lambeau on Christmas, Christmas Day, Day right. for the, the day that Rodgers is going to pass Brett Favre. I mean, you couldn't ask for a worse setup, and I had no faith when he went out to kick that first field goal. But, yeah, kick in the mouth, punch in the mouth, stomach, that really hurt, hurt everyone. I will say we need to go uh, finish this glass half full. Hats off to the defense. Hats off to I the mean, defense. I mean, they're not – and, of course – Troy Aikman and Joe Buck aren't going to sit there and ever say a damn word wrong about Aaron Rodgers or Green Bay. First of all, side note, shout out ESPN Cleveland pointed this out. I didn't really notice it until they said it. I looked back at it. Those last couple minutes when we were crawling back and had a chance to win that game, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman did not mention that one time. They just kept talking about Aaron Rodgers. They did not actually – they just assumed right off the bat that there's no chance we were going to have a shot. They didn't even talk about us coming back at all. I think that sucked. Totally unprofessional, but very typical Joe Buck, anti-Cleveland bullshit. Sorry, Mom and Mrs. Davis for my, my words. Um, what was I saying before that? So I got angry again. No, no, that's uh, pretty accurate. Should we talk about uh... – Oh, the defense. I said hats off to the defense to hold Aaron Rodgers and to shut him down like that at the end. Um, great. Miles is obviously hurt. I hope he's good enough to go for Pittsburgh. He was not at 100%. I mean, he did step on Aaron Rodgers' toe. Um, so you contribute a little bit, <laughs> but <laughs> defense has been unbelievable. And another thing someone pointed out, I forget where that review, when they went to review, um, I forget who Rogers threw to, but they thought it was complete. It clearly hit the ground. Um, that was all Denzel Ward. He jumped, he like knocked that thing out. So there's just a lot of things. Our defense is crushing it right now. I mean, look at this, the amount of points we've let in the last, you know, several weeks. 
props to them. I they're healthy. Clowney's back to or back off COVID. Uh, we'll have everyone back. I'm ready to go into Pittsburgh and just stop this team on Monday Night Football. Yeah, no, that would be that would be a Christmas miracle. Hey, because Raleigh is Big Ben's final game. Big Ben's final game at Heinz Field. And how great would that be for just the cherry on top of what happened at the end of their season last year? If we got to now, granted, I know they beat us a million times and whatever, but his last game for us to go in there and win. Now, I that would be a a miracle, Christmas miracle, but a week and a half later. Yeah, by the way, that Green Bay, if we would have came back, that would have been maybe the The greatest Christmas of all time, maybe the best win since 99. But I also get nervous. So I'm going to, I'm going to go down and go back up here that because it is his last game and all the pageantry is going to be going on that, you know, we've, that just doesn't really ever work out well for Cleveland in any kind of sport, but yo, they're, that team is toast right now. They, they're already uh, in U-Haul mode, ready to get out of there. So I hope we go in and just absolutely stop. And I'll tell you what, say what you want, think what you want about Baker, about the team, the offensive coaching right now. I'm riding with everyone because I'm here for the team, the team, the team. I'm trying to win a bowl, y'all. Trying to win a bowl. But I will say, and I, anyone can come at me and debate me on this. I will, ooh, um, this is the team in the locker room that has the guys to bounce back after something like that the last two weeks, the last two losses, the way we've lost those last two games. This team is pissed. Again, I think they are very good at taking that energy and putting it on the field. So one week at a time, let's stop Pittsburgh, and and we'll go from there. Amen to that. Should we uh, talk about the New Year's? Yeah, we got to get pumped. We got to get a little happy here. Um, I know it's been a rough few. It's been a rough season. This whole season is just the dumbest football season of all time. Um, let's start with. Let's go New Year's resolutions. Or no, New, we'll do what has been the our favorite Browns moments of the calendar year 2021. That's two seasons technically. And then what are some New Year's resolutions we have for? We'll get there later, but. Yeah. Uh, favorite Browns it's, number. One, it's got to be Tom Seipel. Tom Seipel takes all takes everything. So we, right. we every, it's everything ex- besides that because he obviously wins. Yeah, just Google Tom Seipel and figure it out. Shout out uh, Tom. Shout out Tito. We need you guys these next couple of weeks. Uh, favorite on field moment. Big Ben crying. Big Ben crying. Big Ben crying. A lot of meme material from that, and just a. Magical moment for so many reasons. Uh, oh, and what's his name breaking his TV in his living room? <laughs> yeah, the Steelers. Like, Baker Mayfield do that to you, man. That oh, uh, that was uh, about as Pittsburgh as it gets, right there. That was magical. That is up there. Um, what uh, the Chubb contract? Chubb contract, Chubb extension, absolutely. Chubb cereal, more on Chubb. Chubb, Chubb crunch was great. The draft. The draft, the draft was tight. The we draft a, was tight. We had a great draft, and uh, yeah, hopefully. What are we missing? Nah, I, I can. There's more. The Cincinnati oh, Bengals win. <laughs> that Bengals win this year because I say horrible things about the Bengals, and I need. A, I only have a few months left of that because my soon-to-be brother-in-law is from Cincinnati, Bengals fan. So I'm gonna have to start being a little uh, more respectful as an f- official member of the family. But until then. And I, I am going to, ooh, I say terrible things about Cincinnati and the Bengals on social media, on this podcast. I love Cincinnati. I have a great time when I go there. Some of my best friends live there. I just get a, a real, real, real big problem 
when they just come at Cleveland, the city or the teams unprovoked, because then I'm going to come in and lose my mind. We'll talk about that next week. But yeah, the Cincinnati law or win was huge. And also when Baker ran, when we called that play after the, the course of the car model that Colin Coward called them and Baker ran for that first down to clinch going to the playoffs. That's that was not the disciple disciple game. When he that slid was in awesome. there. That was dope. Yeah. That was the fumble at the beginning of the following game. Oh. Uh, really just oh. the whole, the whole thing of you know, like we snuck by their second team and then just smashed the first team oh. starters. Uh, just, just th- great. Thing of beauty. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, we are alive. We are beat. Ten? No, not beaten. Yeah, we we're all. Everyone's beat up. Yeah, we're beat up. We're not everyone's beat. beat up. That's everyone's the line. Beat up, right beat up not beat. Hope hey, is alive. We came into this. We knew it was seventeen weeks long. We're still into this. Everyone could be all. Ugh. We are still. The season is not over. We can talk about and complain about anything we want at the end of the year. There's still plenty of time and ways for this to be a hell of an end of this season. I mean, please, God, we cannot give up. I'm not giving up. I know, sure as hell, no, you're not giving up. I ain't giving up. I know the people that we have listening to this podcast, most of them aren't giving up. This is no time to let that guard down. It's time to get even more pumped up than we have been in a very long time. Can you dig it? Hell yeah. Let's uh, let's go out on that, huh? Let's do it. Uh, yeah, thanks for the Dogs of War podcast. Happy New Year to all. For Raleigh, for myself, good night, Cleveland. I still believe.